Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. This is the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. I am Coach Manaman. Thank you for listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. For the latest news and notes and baseball content from the tri-state area, find us on social media, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at Coach Manaman on Twitter. Hello, this is Donna Hirsch with New Eagle Insurance, proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. New Eagle Insurance is an independent agency offering several carriers for home, auto, and recreational vehicles, as well as business insurance. This allows us to customize your coverages and offer a competitive premium. Let us step up to the plate and knock it out of the park. Call New Eagle Insurance today at 563-582-5834. It's that one time a year where the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast turns into the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast, and we welcome Laura's Softball Assistant Coach and Gold Standard Athletics hitting coach for baseball and softball, Nate Weber, back to the podcast. And we are going to cover girls who are returning this season that made the Telegraph Herald all-area team. Nate is going to talk about some of the girls that are making a splash at the travel level that we may not see on the varsity squads this year, or maybe new to the varsity squad that I do not know based on the TH list. And then we're going to end it with a little fun, just like we did last year, under over. I'm going to give Coach Nate the softball team's records from last year. He's going to say, are they going to have a repeat season and win more, or did they lose a lot and they're not going to match that win total? But Coach Nate Weber, welcome back to the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast. Thanks for doing this again. Hey, appreciate it, man. Always fun. I I, I look forward to this every single year. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't mean to ghost you this year, but it was bu- I've been busy with Laura, so I no, appreciate you having me. That that's that's okay. <laughs> and normally you reach out to me every year. Are we doing this again? And then this year I didn't hear from you, and I, I reached out to you. I was I was glad we were able to do this. And I want to say this to any of the listeners out there, find me on social media, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or at Coach Manaman on Twitter. I'm telling you, there is an audience here for a softball podcast. This episode gets five to 600 plays a year. We had Jaden Glab on the podcast. That's been downloaded over 400 times. So if you are interested, reach out to me, talk to me. I can get you set up. We can share usernames and passwords. And you can start up the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast and do whatever you would like to do with it. Let's talk about the TH All-Area Team girls who are returning that if you're a softball fan, Go watch these girls play. It's an exciting game. I signed up to umpire a tournament this summer. I thought it was baseball. I showed up. It was softball. I was clueless. I didn't know what an illegal pitch was. I didn't know what the circle on the infield was. I was told I did a good job, but it was an exciting, fast pace game and I might do I might do a couple more tournaments but let's talk about the TH player of the year University of Washington commit Jaden Glab and she will be a senior at Hempstead this year and the Telegraph Herald wrote about her she hit 543 38 for 70 while playing in just 24 games. She missed 17 while playing in tournaments with her travel team. She finished with 10 doubles, 4 triples, a whopping 11 home runs, and a slugging percentage of 1.271. She also drove in 25 runs, scored 39, and also stole 
14 bases. What can you tell us? What's that advanced scouting report on Jaden Glab from the Hempstead Mustangs? Yeah, so with Jaden, one thing that you, if you ever see her play, she she has a different gear. Um, that's why she's going to University of Washington. You're looking at a top 10 D1 baseball or softball player. <laughs> baseball. Yeah, softball player. I mean, she has a different gear. When she runs, She most kids that are hitting the ball, it looks like a single. She turns into a double all day. Like she just takes extra bases because she's that fast. And then when she's throwing, I mean, she's got an absolute cannon. I mean, she, when you talk about a five-star athlete, she's a five-star. She hits every single aspect of the game. She's different at every different level. Even at a D1 level, she's different. Um, you know, there's other kids that have gone D1 that are going D1, but Jaden, she's, she's got power. She's fast. She's got the cannon. She's got a great IQ. She's got everything for the game that you want. So reason she's going so high level is because she is high level and, the stats prove it. She's the reason why she's that player of the year. If you have not heard her podcast, go back to the catalog and listen. One of my top 10 favorite episodes. It was so great to speak to her. Very yeah, well-spoken young lady. And and I tell you, she came prepared. She was prepared and she knocked it out of the park. Got a lot of feedback, a lot of positive feedback. People still excited about that episode. Let's go to her teammate, Peyton Paulson from Dubuque Hempstead. She is going to be a junior and she is a pitcher her stats from last year from the telegraph herald she was all mississippi valley conference valley division first team she had an 11 and 1 record with a 1.08 era 71 innings 64 strikeouts to only 26 walks what does she have on the mound what uh, tools does she have in her toolbox and what makes her so intimidating with that 11 and 1 record coach nate yeah so um i guess you're a lot playing last year with him because my daughter plays for him too but it's it's she commands the mound when she's on there she owns it that said that's kind of her um but she throws hard she's she's got a i mean i think she threw like hit 64 last year maybe 63 somewhere in that range and you don't see that around here that very often. So when you can get 60-plus, that's legit. I mean, you're throwing hard, and it's hard to catch up to when you're seeing 55 everywhere else. So that is what makes her so effective, and, and she started to develop a little bit of a change-up last year, and she threw it a couple times, starting to trust it. And, and when you when you trust the change-up, and then you can bring 64 after that, 63, uh, it, your, your timing's going to be off. So that's why she's so effective when she pitched last year. She did a great job. Let's take a trip out to Farley, Iowa, and the Western Dubuque Bobcats, and let's give an advanced scouting report on Kaya Steger. She is going to be a sophomore for the Bobcats, and she's also a pitcher. From the Telegraph Herald, her stats and honors include all Mississippi Valley Division second team, 330 batting average, 21 runs, 14 doubles, one triple, six home runs, 36 RBIs on the mound. She was 6-4 and four with two saves, 2.14 ERA in 78 and two-thirds inning. She had 77 strikeouts. Great offensive stats. The TH listed her as a pitcher, but it sounds like she's a dual threat, can swing it as well. What can you tell, tell us about her? Yeah, so I only got to see her play once. I've never, I mean, like, she was new to me last year even. So when uh, she came in, I uh, I know Hempstead, play, she pitched against Hempstead, and she she threw phenomenally well. She almost she almost beat Hempstead, I believe, that game. It was a very, very close game. So um, I think she has, she she lived high in the zone. I do, I do know that, and she made Hempstead struggle, and they were striking out left to right against her. I know she had a lot of strikeouts that game. Um, I know Jane Glab had a big hit against her, um, but not, nobody else really could touch her. So she's she mixes it up well. Um, she has people guessing, and I'm assuming she did that to everybody else she played if she pitched that well against Hempstead as well. So she she's legit. Uh, she was a tough one. So great pitcher out there. So, Coach Nate, let me ask you a question here just as a, as a college coach and, and a recruiter and, and that sort of thing. So you mentioned that the only time that you saw her was when she played your daughter's team against Hempstead. So when you're there as a college coach and you see somebody for the first time, what are you looking for? What tangibles, what tools are are you looking for, either on the mound, in the batter's box, or in the field? Yeah, so body language is huge. I always tell my girls, even in college, um, I mean, when you're getting ready for college, try and get scouted. Uh, your your body language is your billboard. What are you trying to tell everybody? So when you're on the mound, body language is huge. I mean, if you own it, if you walk out there with confidence, shoulder blades back, standing tall. Um, you can see it. I mean, 
I said Peyton Paulson, this guy, like they have great body language when they are on the field. They own their position. And from a scouting report, that's everything. And I know you're confident just by your body language. Um, I can tell kids when they're not confident. I can see it in the hitting. I can see it in the pitching. You can see it on the field. Um, so those things are huge. Um, how you carry yourself on the field and then how you talk to your coaches, how you're communicating with your team. Like those things we're always watching for scouting. Um, how you handle yourself in the dugout. I'll, I think I said it last year on last year's podcast. Um, but when you watch Jaden Glab in the dugout, she is, when she's not playing, she's the biggest cheerleader for the rest of the team. When somebody else hits a home run, she's the first one out there to congratulate them and give them a big high five. She's so pumped for them. Um, those are the kind of things that I want on my team. You know, like I'm recruiting um, a culture. I'm, I'm trying to build a team. And if that kid doesn't fit that culture with those, you know, personality traits, yeah, I'll try to develop them when you're there and stuff if I can work with you and you're a coachable kid. But, man, if you already have that coming in, it's that – I can mark that off my chart. I don't get to work. I know I don't got to work with that with that kid. They already fit the culture. You're you're top of my list now. Um, and then also also like how how do you handle yourself with mom and dad? How do you treat your parents? How do you treat your your teachers? How do you treat people around you when you don't think anyone's looking? Guess what? We're watching that stuff as recruiters. If I'm scouting you, I already know you're good. But I got to see those intangibles that you're talking about in the dugout. How you carry yourself um, when you strike out? How do you handle yourself? You know those those things are huge. You know like. I know you're a good hitter. If you strike out, are you pouting? Do you go back? Or do you actually talk to the next girl and say, hey, what did she throw me? Help your next play hitter out. Because those things in college really are important. you know. So that is, those are a lot of things that we look for when we're scouting. Such great advice, not only for the girls listening to this, but also the parents. If they have sons that play baseball, we can pass <laughs> that on to them as well. I've heard a lot about this girl for many years. But I know next to nothing about her, except she is a very good ball player. And we're going to go to Wallert Catholic, and that is Bailey Wallou. She's going to be entering her junior year. Her position is a catcher. And her stats and honors from the TH, Iowa Girls Coaches Association Class 3A third team, all state. She hit 336, 36 for 107. She scored 20 runs had seven doubles, hit 10 home runs, and had 32 RBIs. What can you tell us about Bailey Wallou from Wallard Catholic? Well, I better know something about her because she actually committed to Loris College, so I'm really excited for her to come to our school and play some softball for us because she's a, she's a great kid. Um, just She came to a... Uh, to one of our practices and it was awesome talking to her. Um, but she's just, she's personable. She talks right to you. She's not scared of anything. Um, everything I've heard about her, she is a straight leader. Um, so I, I, I kind of think she's going to come in and want to be that leader right as a freshman. She's not afraid to lead. And that's a big reason I like her. She's, she listens well. Um, she's coachable. She's unbelievably fast. She, she can throw hard. I mean, she's got a cannon of an arm. Grab out 10 home runs. She can hit. Um, she's got it all going on. I know Iowa State was interested in her. I think that was a, an option for her. So she was a D1 recruit, I believe. So um, she's got it all going on for us. I'm really excited to have her at Loris College, see what she can do for our team um, coming in. So she catcher, outfielder kind of position. Um, but, yeah, good kid. Huge get for Loris College to bring in a D1 talent. Now we're going to go to the senior Rams. Big week for the Rams. I have heard some rumors that they're going to be announcing their new coach this year. So best of luck to him or her who has ever named the new coach of the Ram and best of luck this year. You got an exciting player on your roster. She goes by the name of Sophie Link and she's going to be a sophomore. She is an infielder from the TH, her honors and statistics from last year. IGCA class 5A third baseman all-stater. All MVC Valley Division second team. She hit 352, 45 for 128. She scored 35 runs, nine doubles, one triple, 15 RBIs, and she's a speedster on the bases, stealing 22 bags. What can you tell us about Sophie Link? Yes, I've had the honor of watching Sophie too. I mean, she's played with my daughter on some travel teams and stuff like that on the Expos, um, Lady Expos here in Dubuque. Um, she is. Uh, also, an unbelievably nice kid. She she flies under the radar. Like I think she might be one of the most underrated players on our list. She is um, unbelievably quick hands on the infield. She's a very good infielder, um, smart base runner. She she has it all. Um, I hope she comes to Loris one day. Hey, <laughs> she's one of those kids. Like I know she came to one of our camps, and I, I loved having her there. She's just a good kid. She's a great teammate. 
Um, always got a smile on her face. Like, again, just one of those kids that you just like having around on your team because she, she, she checks all the boxes that you want for a recruitment standpoint, too. You know, like those things, those intangibles you talked about before, she hits them all, too. So those things are just awesome, and she's a good kid. I got to see her hit play today, actually. So she had a good game today, too. So, yeah, good kid. Coach Nate, I just want to say this. Andrew Redman used to be the co-host of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, and he would recruit and recruit and recruit <laughs> on every single weekly show. So it is not a shameless plug. It is not frowned upon. It is actually encouraged if we can keep these great players in the area. Now, you mentioned oh, yeah. the uh, Expos organization. A lot of great players from that organization you know, I don't know if he's interested, but I've known Mark Hafel a long time. Um, I think he would be a great coach of the Rams. Again, not sure if he's interested, um, and no disrespect to whoever they hire, um, male or female. I just know Mark is very passionate about softball, and I think he would do a great job. I'll be right back, but first, let's hear from one of our great sponsors. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Contact Nolan or a member of his crew at 563-258-5467 to request a quote. You can also find this highly reviewed agent on Facebook by searching Nolan Weber Insurance. Let's run down to Cascade, and it wouldn't be a podcast talking about Cascade if we did not have a Simon to talk about, and it's Devin Simon. She is going into her junior year. She's an infielder. Per TH, her honors and statistics from last year, IGCA Class 2A First Team All-State, IGCA Class 2A All-Southeast District River Valley Conference Elite Team. She hit 548 runs, 5 doubles, 9 triples, 9 home runs, 32 RBIs, 39 stolen bases, and was also 3-1 on the mound in 18 and 2 thirds innings of work. What can you tell us about Devin? Yeah, Devin, uh, she is committed to the University of Iowa, so she is obviously a D1 player, so uh, I've seen her play a bunch with my daughter as well so i've got the honor to watch her play too so she's again a speedster on the bases she just commands any position that she is she's uh playing when she hits she's the most confident kid in that box like she know like again there's a difference as a hitting coach for me like i can tell when a kid thinks they're gonna hit or when they know they're gonna hit and when she steps on the plate she knows she's getting a hit and that's a different mentality when you're hitting, and that's why she's going to University of Iowa because she can swing it. Um, obviously, the, the stats you see there. She's not a big kid either. Her, Bailey, Walu, like those kind of kids, they're not big kids, but man, they they can do some damage with at the plate, and they're fun to watch. She just she's going to take bases from you. She's going to do everything she can to help her team win. She is a total team player, um, and uh, again, she's she's always on the base pass when you're watching her on offense. So she's she's a fun one to watch it. Looking forward to see what she also does at Iowa. It's going to be fun to watch her grow. A huge get for the Hawkeyes, and I know the baseball coach in me, she's listed as an infielder, but when I see 39 stolen bases, she could probably easily jump into the outfield and use that speed as well. We're going to go back out to Farley again. I'm going to give a shameless plug to Delaney's Ice Cream Shop. They're not oh, man, a sponsor of this show, but if you're out in Farley for a game, <laughs> go to Delaney's Shop and get the Cookie Monster Ice Cream. It's a mix of Oreo and cookie dough, and the ice cream is blue. It is Preach. It is. It is amazing. So it is so good, so good. Um, yeah, I would officiate basketball games out there and would eat a pint <laughs> on the drive home, totally <laughs> neglecting all of my exercise in basketball. <laughs> but we're going to talk about Bryn Walters here, and she is going to be entering her sophomore season. She is an infielder, and her statistics and honors from the TH, IGCA, <clears throat> Class 4A, third team All-State, All-MVC, Mississippi Valley Division, second team, she hit 412, scored 32 runs, eight doubles, four triples, two home runs, 32 RBIs, and 16 stolen bases on the year. What can you tell us about Bryn? 
Bryn actually lives really close to me here in Piasta, which is really cool. Like I know her family decently now. I've actually worked with her older sister for hitting um, before she went to college her senior year. Um, so again, she, but she's, Bryn's an athlete. Like everyone told me about her as a shortstop and how she's going to make a difference on that team last year already. I didn't know much about her last year, but obviously broke this list now. So um, I think she had, she's done some pretty cool things at state for track. Um, she's kind of an all around athlete. She plays multiple sports. So um, that is why all those stats are so good because, she she just knows how to play any sport she picks up. I think she can do anything. Um, so I expect those numbers to be pretty close to where they're at right now. I mean, that, those are some phenomenal numbers she she, she put up. 412 is impressive. Um, but I, I don't see her get any worse. So I think those numbers are going to get better and better and better. So keep it up, Brynn. That's, that's impressive. All right. We'll go to somebody near and dear to your heart. Probably one of the most athletic and fastest kids I've ever coached at the volleyball and basketball level. And I believe she's your niece. We're talking about Maddie Pint. And she was a freshman listed as an outfielder. I do know she did play some shortstop and some infield in years past. According to the Telegraph Herald, her honors and statistics are all Mississippi Valley division first team. She had 361, 40 runs, five doubles, four triples, 10 home runs, 43 RBIs with 18 stolen bases. Wow, a lot of power for such a young kid. Yeah, she she's hit some of the farthest solo runs I've ever seen other than um, um, Jaden Clab. So she came in, she hit the heck out of the ball. Uh, she always does every team she plays for. When she connects, the ball goes a mile. She's just, she's got the build for it. She's not short. She's a tall one. She's, I think, around 5'9", somewhere in that range. Um, she's strong. She's fast. She's got all, she hits all the check marks right again too. So, um, and I know all the girls love playing with her. She's a great center fielder. She, she can, because she can run, she can cover ground and she's tough to get by. So, um, one thing I like about Maddie is like, man, she, she's always had an arm. I remember when she was a little kid, she actually, <laughs> I think she won like, was that punt pass and throw or whatever it is from football. And she, she could just throw the ball five think it was that's what it was but she threw harder than all the boys did at that time and when she's younger and she's always had a cannon so center field's an awesome position for her she's also still a really good shortstop um i know they put Jaden glad there and at, at and you got a d1 you know commit already short so um, maddie's a great a great addition to that team she always will be and i think she's gonna have a great year this year she's she's and she hit a home run today i watched her hit one so <laughs> with the expos as well so she's she's right back at it so not missing a beat. And she just loves playing. She just always has a smile on her face. And it's just, I, I enjoy keeping up with her in the TH. It seems like there's a lot of sports that she's getting recognized for. Keep keep grinding, Maddie. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for you here. Yep, she's great with my kids, too. She watches my kids all the time for me, so I really yeah. appreciate her all the time. She's <laughs> great with my boys. I appreciate you, Maddie. <laughs> Back out to Cascade. We're going to go to Claudia Newman and Noonan, I'm sorry, Claudia Noonan, and she is a sophomore. She is an outfielder. From the TH, her honors and statistics, River Valley Conference elite team. She hit 373, scored 31 runs, one double, one triple, one home run, 18 RBIs with 22 stolen bases on the year. What can yeah, you tell I, us I, about her? I don't, oh, sorry. I don't know, uh, Claudia. Sorry, Claudia. I don't think I've ever met you. Um, but everyone, I know Devin and her dad, and they say you're unbelievably fast. So I know you can run. I know you got speed. And obviously, the 22 stolen bases um, are a big reason for that. So um, it looks like you hit and you run, and you hit and you run, and you hit and run. So um, you're, I, I, it looks like you could be a leadoff hitter or something of that nature that you just you just get on whenever. I mean, that's looks like your name and your game, and you're going to get there any which way you can. So um, I'm assuming we're going to see her again. If you're that fast, it's hard to get you out. And that's, whenever that's you how, see that, attractive. whenever you see that elite team following a name, you know that they uh, were well respected by the other coaches in the conference because we know that's a really distinct honor to get. Now I uh, umpired a couple games where her dad was coaching. Great guy, great coach. And our next player is Ruth Tauber, and she was an eighth grader last year. And her position is an outfielder. And according to the TH, her IGCA Class 3A, second team All-State, All-MVC, Mississippi Valley first team, she hit 489, scored 54 runs, 18 doubles, two triples, four home runs, 38 RBIs, and 12 stolen bases. Wow, that is impressive for an eighth grader. 
What can yeah, you tell she, us about her? Um, I, I think she might have one of the, my favorite swings that I've seen in a while. Like she just got a pretty lefty swing, but, um, I know she developed it playing baseball. So her dad had her playing baseball when she was a kid. And I remember always saying, Hey, why don't you come play travel softball or <laughs> that nature? Cause I always like watching her. She always been a great player. My daughter played basketball with her when she's a really little kid. I actually got to coach her as a basketball player a long time ago. Um, and she's always been a heck of an athlete, but I mean, her swing, I think the greatest compliment you can give to a hitter is from a pitcher standpoint is that you are really hard out and she is a very, very difficult kid to pitch to. She does not have a lot of holes in her swing. Um, she is very smooth. Um, she's just going to get stronger. She's going to get better. I, the kid has a high IQ for baseball or softball and, uh, she's, she's going to be a player to keep watching for the next four years. I can, I can tell you that all day brother is also a great baseball player as well now we're gonna go to chandler Houselog from the hempstead mustangs little little background here nate um <coughs> when i reached out to you to ask you to do this again and you said yeah and then i didn't hear from you for a month i was <laughs> either going to scrap the episode but i did reach out to chandler's dad to see if he would like to sit in in your place uh-huh. And then I have not yet heard from him, so I'm going to have to send him an email tomorrow <laughs> letting him know that it's been recorded, and thank you for considering. But Chandler Houselog from the Hempstead Mustangs, uh, her sophomore year, she was a utility player. I know she also catches as well. According to the TH, her honors and statistics were IGCA Class 5A Second Team All-State, IGCA Class 5A All East District All MVC Valley Division First Team. She hit 441, scored 14 runs, 13 doubles, two home runs, and 36 RBIs on the year. What can you tell us about Chandler Houselog? Yeah, Chandler is always. I mean, again, my daughter's played with her a bunch, so I get to watch her again um, on that Lady Expos team. So it's been great watching this kid develop. Um, she her swings come a long way. Um, she's turning really well. All the things that I'm seeing, she's in our facility with her dad all the time. He's pitching to her. She's hitting all the time. Even during basketball season, she's still hitting. Um, she doesn't take off, which is what you need to do if you want to be a great player. You got to work, 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 work. And this kid is a workhorse. Like she puts the time in to get good and she works at it and works at it. And she just never wants to let her team down. She's just that kind of player. She's not very talkative. She's not going to, she's not that kind of kid, man, but she just has game face on all the time. She shows her leadership with her body language and what she's doing on the field. She doesn't need to lead with her voice. She's not that kind of kid. And I really respect the way she plays like that. Um, Cause that was how I played. I wasn't a very vocal kid um, when I played, but I was just like her. I was going to hustle. I was going to outwork you in any which way. And um, I was just going to lead by example. And that's what she does. She's a great player. Next person on the TH list is one that I know, you know, very well, Tyranny Tinslow. And she is from Dubuque Wallert in her junior year. She made the TH all-area team, first team, and she's a utility player. According to the TH here, her honors and statistics, IGCA, Class 3A, second team All-State, All-MVC, Mississippi Division, honorable mention. She hit 389, scored 24 runs, 10 doubles, 2 triples, 2 home runs, 41 RBIs, was 7-5 and five on the mound with two saves in 68 and two-thirds innings of work. So sounds like she is that true utility player, can play multiple positions, can swing it, and also can get some outs on the mound. What can you tell us about Tyranny? Yes, I've worked with Tyranny for a couple of years now, and, I mean, great player, great, great hitter. She just, again, she's kind of like Chandler in the way that she's just when she gets up the bat, you know she's going to get a hit. They're just you just feel that in them, and they're always ready to hit. I mean, they just they really enjoy hitting. Um, she's always willing to put that work in for hitting. I just I always enjoy our lessons. She always demonstrates everything extremely well. She gets it. Um, I think I think she's gained some power this year. Her senior year, she's really um, got stronger. I can see her hitting for power more this year than than last year even. So I, I I'm expecting her to do more. Um, I know she had an injury last year with her wrist or something. She she broke, um, so she didn't pitch as much as she I think she wanted to. But they also have really good pitching on that team. That is going to be a tough team to beat this year. And she's just going to add to to that lineup again, where she is just consistent. She's a consistent player at all times. So really good kid to have around. Great kid, great pl- person in general. So funny story about our last first team returning all th all area team is. 
I had a girl in my sixth grade class come up to me. Her name her name is Allie. And she goes, Mr. Manaman, I listened to this softball podcast last night and they interviewed Jaden Glab and the host's name was Coach Manaman. Are you related to him? <laughs> and and I, I said, that's me. She goes, you're Coach Manaman? I said, yes. I am Coach Manaman. You didn't recognize my voice. But she goes to me. She said, you have to have this next mention on the podcast. She said, she is, besides Jaden, the best player in Dubuque. And that player's name is by the name of Lydia Edema. And she is from Dubuque Hempstead. And in her junior year, she was a utility player. And her honors and statistics from the TH were all MVC Valley Division second team. She hit 338 with 16 runs, 11 doubles, four home runs, 43 RBIs. And this is where she had her bread and butter. She was 11 and 2 on the mound with an ERA of 1.05 in 80 and a third innings of work, striking out 49 girls. Lydia, you got a fan. In Little Alley in my sixth grade class. Nate, give us a scouting report on her. Yeah, Lydia is, uh, it's funny. Uh, I shouldn't say funny. That's not the word I really want to use. Um, it's crazy to me that 338, 26 for 26, like the stats, um, she's actually way better. Like she's going to have a 10 times better the year this year. I already know it um, because I've been watching her in travel and she is hitting the living crap out of the ball right now. And she's unbelievably confident. Um, she was. She struggled at the plate at 338, which is crazy, right? You're hitting 300 plus. You're still hitting well, and she didn't hit like she normally does. And then, I mean, she's just been on fire lately. Um, she hits for days. I think she's going to have a crazy, crazy year. She's actually going to University of DePaul um, on on scholarship for softball and academics. So she is she is smart. She is a great softball player. She's going to hit the crap all balls here. Um, she's going to be she throw she's throwing even harder. I think she's at 62 right now. Um, she's a, I think she was around 59 last year that I saw her hit. So she's throwing better. She's hitting harder. She's stronger. Um, she's ready to go. I think she's looking for that, that state title this year. I think she's a big part of that puzzle. And, um, I, I expect really, really good things from her. I, I'm excited because she is a good kid. She's a good leader. She doesn't just have that kid as a fan that, that you're talking about. There's a lot of kids out there that really enjoy Lydia, Lydia um, that she helps out. Um, they all look up to her cause she is, she's a vocal leader. She talks really well and uh, people enjoy having her around on that team it's crazy that you mentioned she had a down year at the plate hitting 338 <laughs> because we know there are kids out there that would give anything to hit 338 we're going to get into the th all area second team from last year the returning girls but first hear a word from our sponsors and coach nate will be coming right back Dugout Sports in Fairfax, Iowa is a proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Train where the pros in Iowa train at Dugout Sports. They have top-notch instructors, offer amazing camps led by owner and operator Jay Wannell. Find them on Facebook or with a simple Google search, Dugout Sports in Fairfax, Iowa, to get all your information. Now we are on to the girls who were recognized by the Telegraph Herald last year for the second team. And this is where we're going to rely heavily on Coach Nate. They didn't really give me any statistics or any awards. So I'm going to give off their name, read off their name, and Coach Nate is going to provide us with that advanced scouting report, as he always does. We're going to start with a Dubuque Wallert Catholic girl who, in her eighth grade year, was Julia Roth. What can you tell us about her, Coach Nate? Yeah, Julia is a really, really good kid. Um, she is a workhorse. I see her in the facility all the time with her dad. They are working, working, working. I think I actually mentioned her last year, saying she's going to be one you're going to look out for because um, pitching-wise, she is a very strong pitcher. She took – she's a big part of the reason Dubuque Wallert had such a successful season last year. She pitched extremely well for an eighth grader, confident on the mound. She um, she actually – she beat Hempstead. Uh, she was one of those kids. Like she, she put it to them, and they struggled against her all day. And 
not only can she pitch, she can hit. I mean, my daughter's played with her now with the Expos. She's on that organization and she can hit. She, she can, she got a great arm. She can pitch. She can do everything. So, um, and then again, a great teammate on top of it. So all those things matter to coaches. And that's the reason she's a starter on that Waller team. And she's going to have a big impact again. So now moving to the Dubuque senior Rams and it is Meredith Gatto. What can you tell us about her? Yeah, I, I can see Meredith for pitching more than anything because she plays with that Texas Glory team out of the Quad Cities, I believe, and she is committed to um, a Clark College, so Clark University. Um, she is committed to over there, so she's getting ready to get ready for college. She is pitching extremely well. Uh, I look for. I think she's going to be their number one over at Dubuque Senior. She's she's dominant. She every time my daughter saw her play against them, she was very tough to to hit off of. So. Um, I see a lot of good things from her this year. I, I, I think she's going to break the second team and get the first team this year with pitching. I really do. And Meredith is entering her senior season, and we go to another senior Ram, and she was a sophomore last year. She's an infielder, Lacey King. What can you tell us about Lacey King from the senior Rams? Yeah, Lacey, uh, again, a great hitter. She really turned it on this last year. I, I, Man, she was at a tournament the other in the fall. Um, again, playing with my daughter at the Lady Expos. Um, keep mentioning them, but she is with them, and she, man, she hit. I, I don't think I didn't see her hit the barrel. Uh, that's like the zone she gets into once in a while, where she's just, she's a machine at the plate. Um, she hit a home run today when she played with my daughter. Like they, <laughs> they, they both hit home runs in the game, and they just had a great time doing it. And they just have smiles on their face. They love playing. Um, she is a tough out. And when she connects, the ball goes a mile. So it's it's fun to watch her hit. The new coach at senior is going to have a lot of talent because we've just rattled off two senior names. We have a third senior name who made the second team all-area TH team, and it's Aubrey Steinis, and she is an outfielder for the Rams, and she will be entering her senior year. What can you tell us about Aubrey? Yeah, Aubrey, also a great bat. Um, she hits really well for that team. She's probably one of the better hit- hitters on that team. It, I don't know if she has all the power that Lacey King has, but she's a part of that um, lineup that she's going to put the bat on the ball and she's going to hit it hard somewhere. Um, it might not always go with the fence, but she's going she's gonna to hit it hard. Um, again, I've seen her make some diving plays in the outfield. Uh, she, she's a good outfielder. She does, she does her job. She does it well. Um, I, I I have no idea. Actually, she played today as well. Got to see her hit today. She had a good day as well at the plate. So I don't see that changing in high school at all. Um, so I think she's going to have another good year. Uh, look forward to seeing her play. Good kid. And the Go last the last girl that was recognized from the Telegraph Herald, their all-area softball team. These are the returners that will be playing this year. If you're a softball fan, Go to Senior, go to Hempstead, drive out to Cascade, go to Wallert, and, and, and watch these girls play, watch these teams play. Fast-paced, upbeat game, really exciting to watch. And wow, what a difference a year make. Wallert went from 2-28 and 28 and made it to the state tournament. Last girl we're going to talk about, Kylie Sieverding, and she was a utility player, and she did this all as an 8th grader. What can you tell us about Kylie? Yeah, Kylie, um, I, I just remember her playing against Hempstead again when I was watching them play, and they beat Hempstead, and she made a diving play in the outfield and just flies. I mean, she is fast, so when she makes connections, she's a tough out. She's going to get to first base usually because she's just she's intimidating to see her fly down the first baseline. She is unbelievably quick, um, makes great contact, really, really good outfielder because she can do so many different things because of her wheels, and uh, she makes a big difference on that team defensively because – Man, when you should have a shutdown defense like that with Ruth out there and Kylie and um, I don't know who the other outfielder is, but man, it's tough to get by when you got such great IQs for such young players and then they can fly and they're, they're just a tough out. So that she's a big part of the reason with the state. Um, she was a part of that puzzle. Good, good kid to watch. The, the reason this episode comes about every year is people had always been asking me, Nick, we love the baseball podcast. you got to do a podcast on softball. I know nothing about softball. Nate knows a lot about softball. Nate's very good hitting instructor, coach at, at the college ranks. And I do know that softball is a little different beast than baseball where sometimes you might not have girls that – 
come and go, play a year, go play travel, or play their high school, their senior year after they've already committed. So there are some girls, Nate, that did not make this TH team that might be playing this year or may have just missed this TH team. So Coach Nate's going to bring a list of a few girls, tell us who to look out for, and give us some advanced scouting reports on people that he's seen in the area that are great softball players. Nate, give us some of the names. Tell us a little bit about them. All right, so uh, I'm going to start with uh, my daughter's second cousin, uh, Grace Kemp. You are going to watch for her. She is pitching. She pitches for the 16U national team um, for Iowa Premier. She is one of the best pitchers I've ever seen. Um, she's got a crazy good drop ball, good pitching all the way around. Like She's throwing 64. She's, she's hitting some crazy speeds. Uh, her last tournament, she shut down every team she played. Um, she went down to Florida and played some of the best teams in the nation and had a .9 ERA like she is different. She's going, she's committed to Iowa State and now she's added to Peyton Paulson. She's added to Lydia Edema and now they have another phenomenal pitcher playing for Hempstead this year. So watch out. I think, uh, Hempstead's going to do some damage because they have a pitching staff that is hard to break. Um, and then they got another person that's going, uh, I think coming back, Abby Winter. She is committed to, I think, uh, is it Iowa Central, um, or some, I, I'm not exact community college. So she is going to be, she's another pitcher, um, that is going to college to pitch. And she is, I mean, she's, she's shut down some good teams. I mean, she plays travel all the time. She didn't play last year, but just played travel only. And she's coming out for Hempstead again. And that's in the fourth pitcher now. And she's topping that like 59, 60 and has some crazy movement, very different load style. Like she's, she's a tough out. My daughter's played against her a bunch of times and she'll shut down that Expos team that has all those good hitters on it. And, uh, she, she's fun to watch too. So. Guy has a good bat too. She can hit as well. Um, let's keep going down this list. I got Ava Rupp. She plays for Iowa Premier 14U national team. She's a freshman this year for senior. Not going out for high school, I don't believe. But again, she is a national level player. Um, unbelievable flat fast that you guys don't get to see her. She's a phenomenal center fielder. Obviously playing on the national level for a reason. Made that team. Travels all over to you know Alabama, Florida, Arizona, California, like. These kids are good, and they're right here in Dubuque, and people just don't even know who they are yet. Um, I hope everybody gets to see her play one of these days because she is – I work with her for hitting. She is a lefty and for power. Tiny little kid, but, man, she flies, and she's got power, so it's fun to, fun to work with her. Uh, we got uh, Sophie Miller out of Cascade. She didn't get to play last year because she had a broken ankle, I believe is what it was, or a, something of that nature and was on a boot all year, and she is already – I'm already hearing good things about her. I work for her, with her for hitting, and she's going to be right in that lineup. She hits for power. She hits for contact. She does everything. She's fast. She's good short. She'll be their short, I think, starting shortstop for Cascade this year, so you're going to watch for her as well. Um, she used to pitch. I don't know if she's going to still pitch or not, but really, really good athlete. Um, go down. Brenna Borland of senior. She played third base and catcher last year, and I think she's going to be – she plays for, like, a Lady Dukes team um, out of Illinois, a national player as well. Um, very, very good player. She hits the crap out of the ball. I work with her. Um, she hits home run. She had home run today again with, with Lacey King and my daughter. So like great catcher, cannon of an arm. Um, she's like 5'10, tons of upside to her. Uh, she, she'll be one to watch out for. Um, I'll throw my daughter since I just said shit about her. Um, she played in the regional final last year for Hempstead and was the first baseman, um, broke the lineup and, she hit a home run today. She's hit multiple home runs. I mean, she's just hitting really well. She's in that facility every day. I don't even get to work out with my own kid, which is sad to say. I'm so busy with all my college coaching and stuff. But even without me, she's still in there hitting every time with, with Brenna and some of those friends. Um, they are working at it in the off season, all season. There's to them, there's no, don't know off season, which is fun. You know, so it's hopefully she breaks it up. You know, she's, she shows up and does some damage for Hempstead as well. Cause she's, she's been doing really well in travel. So. Um, I got Memphis Gibson. She hit a couple home runs for, for, uh, Hempstead last year. She got to play when some girls were gone and she did some damage. She pitched extremely well, um, playing for Nebraska gold out of, uh, Davenport area. And she's kind of, she is tall kid. She's got build. She's strong. She throws hard, um, a workhorse, you know, like she is a good kid out there. And I think she's going to do, she's going to be a huge part of that lineup on top of it. If she can keep, Keeps showing up like she has been. I think she's tons upside. 
as and, a freshman this year. And where will she be playing? Because you mentioned her last year. I had her in the classroom as a sixth grader. I went to high school with her mom. Great family, okay. phenomenal kid. Is Yeah, so what do you mean? Playing like a Hempstead? She'll be at Hempstead. Right? Okay, okay, cool. Because, yeah, I would like to see her play sometime. Her dad always uh, posts every, every Monday morning pictures of the bomb squad and her holding yeah. all these softballs of all the home yeah. runs that she's hit. And she would be one that I would love to watch her play live. And you said that she will be playing for the Hempstead Mustangs? Yep, yep. She was Perfect. on. She went to um, varsity a couple times last year. She pitched for varsity last year. She got to hit for varsity a couple times. Like, And she did damage when she was there. She she impressed everyone. She's got a, her swing's even better this year. Like I, I saw her swing and I'm like, oof. She's definitely put the time into it, and it, she's she's fun to watch. I think she's going to have a good year too if she gets to break that lineup. So, <clears throat> and then um, I'm going to keep going. I got Allie Ferris, an eighth grader. She's got power. I work with her. Um, she's she's hit multiple home runs as a travel ball player as a 12, 13 year old. Like just strong, strong kid. Sophie Gratton. Um, they play with the Cedar Rapids Reds. Her and Allie do together. Great, great contact hitter. Both are going to play for Hempstead. Um, I don't know if they're going to break that lineup because that Hempstead lineup is a tough one right now. I mean, they lost one player last year, you know, um, to uh, the Hodgson girl from second base. So they that's a tough lineup to break up. Um, yeah, Maggie Tharp, she could do something with that team, with Hempstead as well. She got to run for them. She was on varsity once in a while for them last year. Um, Bryn Waters, she's – is it Bryn Waters? Shoot, I can't remember her last name. British, she was a place third base. She plays for the Lady Little Dewhawks, um, 16U team. Um, but yeah, she's up there too. And, uh, who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing somebody here, but there's a lot of players that are really up and comers that I can see coming up. Um, it's just, they're all over the place. I wish I had them all. I wish I knew them all. I don't want, I can't take forever on this podcast. I can name off more kids, I'm sure. But man, there, there's so much talent coming through. Um, this is a fun area for softball. I'm so blessed to be part of it. Honestly, it's just these kids are great kids. They got great parents, um, great coaches around here. Uh, it's it's going to be a fun year again. I think you're going to see a lot of battling between the, the the high schools here. And I do want to say to the audience that Nate and I we could spend three to five hours talking about players. <laughs> there, there are so many good players. I just strictly went off the, the TH list. I did give him a time restriction. And we do want to end with a fun game. Now, this game used to be a surprise to Nate, and we would catch him off guard, but it's no surprise anymore. It's, it's under over. So I'm going to read the records from the teams last year and Nate's simply going to say over they're going to win more games than they did the year before under they lost a lot of players and I don't see them having that much that that those many wins again this year and then maybe give us a little blurb about what he thinks are the team's best best strengths moving forward now he asked me how did I do last year and I honestly I can't remember I didn't go back and I, I didn't listen to it after I had had edited that was roughly a year ago but if anybody wants to find me on social media on Twitter at coach Manaman, go back and listen to last year's episode just search our catalog Dubuque area baseball podcast find last year's episode let us know how Nate did well, let us know how he was on the under over. How many did did he get correct? But let's start with um, Wallert Catholic. Last year they were twenty three and eighteen and made a trip to state. So under or over, will they win more games than twenty three? I think they get uh, like twenty five. I think they're going to be a better team this year. Um, they're still young, but they have some senior leadership that can do damage and knows how to get to state. Now they know how to win, which is a big deal. Like a lot of young teams never learn how to win. They have to lose first then they win little by little and figure it out. That team just figured it out last year. They had a great year, a great coach. They did a lot of things. Um, I think they're going to have a better year this year. I think they're going to be more wins. Now the state run, it's a tough trip. Um, can they do it again? Absolutely. I don't know if they're making the state again, but. I do have them winning more games this year than last year. It's interesting with softball compared to baseball. Baseball, if you're the best team in the bracket, you play the worst team, and then you get a bye, 
and then you play again and you can literally ride your best pitcher because that's spanned throughout a week where softball is is a grind it's it's straight through you got to win a lot more games to make it to the state tournament in softball let's go to the senior rams last year they were an even 500 at 20 and 20 new coach coming in probably going to be announced around the release of this podcast do you see the senior rams winning more or less than 20 games uh it's always hard getting in the new coach and trying to win more games it's just because it could change a whole culture it could change. i don't know if people are going to come out or if they don't go out for softball this year like they had tons of talent on that team um but i i just i with a new coach coming in i'm gonna say i'm gonna go under because i gotta pick one team to go under and with a new coach coming in and I, that not knowing who exactly that is yet, um, I'm going to go go that route because it's a, just a huge unknown. And that, uh, again, a whole program could change right now overnight, and it's hard to win there. But who knows about next year? You never know. Prove yeah. me wrong. I, I like when they prove me wrong all day. I love when teams do that. So <laughs> I, I, I love that too. And, and you got to think it's, it, it's difficult, I mean, being a new coach. I mean, it is April second when we're recording this it's going to come out in a couple days and I just think of when I was a high school baseball coach we started our pitching program the first day back after winter break and we have a new coach here that hasn't been named girls that are probably some of them working out on their own some of them not doing anything and and how to um day one get the ball rolling when you're already behind but best of luck I I do hope you uh, prove coach Nate wrong let's go to the Hempstead Mustangs last year had the most wins of any team in the area but did fall short of a state tournament berth and the Mustangs last year were 28 and 7 that's a lot of wins do you see them winning more than 28 less than 28 I'll even give you the option to push if you want to say they're going to win 28 uh yeah i i don't know they're the thing about them this year adding that grace camp and abby went like i mean they have a pitching staff to boot and pitching is the name of the game i'm a hitting coach and i know good pitching wins all day um when you have the pitching you can win and i i'm gonna i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick um actually to win another game i'm going to 29 on this one um because i think they they push through and they just have when you have that kind of era those i mean you look at Lydia's and then you look at Peyton's and then you add Grace Kemp who's one of the best pitchers in Iowa on top of that three I mean you got another D1 commit pitcher coming in um that is impressive and I don't see how they lose too many unless the bats fall apart but you got Jaden Glab, you got Lydia you got Chandler you got Maddie Pine you got all these girls that can just hit the crap out of the ball on top of it so um they have a pretty stacked team for Hempstead this year and it should be fun for them to do what they can do with it um, but like you said, they had all those wins and then right away, first game in the playoffs, they lost. Um, so that's their hurdle. You know, I think they're going to, I think they, they're pissed off from last year and they're going to try to get to state this year, but we'll see. I follow a popular baseball guy on Twitter and he was naming off the top 24 players of a high school baseball team. And number one was starting pitcher. Number two was starting pitcher. Number three was the catcher. Number four was a starting pitcher. Number five was a starting <laughs> pitcher. Number six was a shortstop. And it looks like Hempstead's going to have all of those starting pitchers. So I'm going to do something that I normally don't do. Hempstead is my alma mater. And there are a lot of girls that I had in the classroom that are at Hempstead Mustangs. I'm going to say 30 and five with a trip to state. Okay, nice. that's what I'm going to say. That is my bold prediction. I make one every year on the Dubuque area softball podcast. Let's go out to Farley. Let's grab a pint of ice cream at uh, Delaney's Ice Cream Shop, and let's talk about the Western Dubuque Bobcats. Last year they were 22 and 17. What are your thoughts? Under, over, or a push? I, I think I have them over um, by a game or two again. Um, I'm not going to go crazy with it, but um, I, there was one. That was who I was trying to think. Uh, there's a pitcher I'm missing here. Um, but, yeah, they, they have pitching, too. I mean, they do um, all day. I just – I they're t- they're a tough team. They're well coached. Um, they got athletes all over the place in Western Dubuque. Um, they always battle. They always fight. 
Um, they're a tough team. They're just a state champion a few years ago. And now those girls, they were young last year and now they're a little older. So I think they're going to be a better team, um, than they were, um, with, um, um, why can't I not think of the name? Morgan Hosh. Morgan Hosh. Wow. Um, took me forever to figure that name out for some reason. Great kid. Um, but she's a great pitcher too to add to that lineup. And she hit well last year for them when she got in. So I, I think with her and the other one on the, on the list that we talked about already, like, Hey, they got a good pitching staff on top of it. And when you got pitching, you can win. And when you're well coached on top of it, um, with Rex over there, like he, uh, he, he finds a way he knows how to win. So I think that team's going to be a tough, tough beat this year. Last two teams before we hit into that podcast, killing double play. Let's go out to the smaller schools, about a 30 minute drive away from us and the Cascade Cougars. They had quite a few players on that TH returning all area team. And you did mention they have a University of Iowa commit. They went 19 and 12 last year. I see them easily winning more than 19 games. What about you, coach? Yeah, they're going to win more um, when you add that Sophie Miller to their link. And now they got good, good a good shortstop to add to that lineup um, that can hit. Um, so now they got speed. They got, I mean, she's another speed kid. She's fast. Um, so. Adding that to the lineup on top of Devin, on top of that Noonan girl, on top of everything else. I mean, I think uh, Devin's dad, I, think, I believe, is coaching it this year, too. I believe it's uh, Mr. Simon's coaching. So they're well coached. Um, they're going to be a tough beat. So I, I definitely think they're going to win more. I think they go with 21, 23 wins this year. And they're going to be, I mean, you, you, I don't even know. They might make a state run as well. So um, I think that's going to be Devin's number one goal this year is to get state. When you're when you're an Iowa commit, you do it all, and then you, that's your next that's your next trip. And then the last program coming off a down year, eighteen and twenty five. When years prior they had a great stretch, made a state tournament run a few years ago. There were no returning players from that TH All Area team, and it's the Beckman Blazers, and they're coming off an eight and 25 year what do you think under over and what can you tell us if anything about the beckman blazers yeah i work with a maya uh, maya myers girl on that team i did last year and she hit really well she hit in the 300s but um i think maybe about 350 or something like that but she didn't get any honors or anything like that finally hit her first home run she had a good year but i just don't know enough about that team i, I wish i did i'm gonna pick them over because i i mean they just didn't have a good season i know they struggle with pitching is what i hear um, they don't have the pitching to support anything else. And when you don't have pitching, it's hard to win. Um, but if they get, didn't lose anyone, um, then I find it harder to get worse um, than last year. So um, definitely I'm going to pick them over than what they were last year. Um, but, again, it all depends on what they get for pitching. If they get another pitcher in, if they got they got to keep a pitcher that's another year older and got better, um, that kind of stuff. So be interested to see what they do with it. I just don't know. I wish I knew more about Beckman. I, I don't get a lot of them my way, so <laughs> I wish I knew them more. I'm sorry about Be- sorry Beckman. I, lo- I love the school. Yeah. I don't know much about you guys, though. We're, we're sorry, Beckman. Everybody, thank you for listening to this. And a huge thank you to Coach Nate Weber from Gold Standard Athletics. Nate, this is our third year doing this. I could not do it without you. If you have a son or a daughter looking for some hitting lessons, go to Gold Standard Athletics, and I cannot plug a better guy who knows more about hitting than Coach Nate Weber. He also can be found on social media, Hitting Coach Nate on Instagram, or on Facebook, Coach Nate Baseball and Fast Pitch. You can also do a Google search of Nate Weber and find him all over the web. Find me on social media, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, on Facebook and Instagram. Share the heck out of this episode. Retweet the heck out of this episode, at Coach Manaman. And if you like this show and you're thinking you're someone that would like to do a weekly or bi-weekly episode of the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast, please reach out. 643, we're out of here. Our next sponsor is Tyler Ernson, owner and operator of Genuine Landscape and Design. They continue to be the trusted go-to landscape and lawn care company of the tri-state baseball community. 
Whether it's regular lawn maintenance, a retaining wall, or a complete landscape makeover, they are always glad to help get your property looking pristine. As of last summer, they have become a licensed nursery located at 16109 Root Lane in Holy Cross, Iowa, carrying a wide variety of natives, trees, perennials, and other nursery favorites. Check them out on their website at GenuineLandscapeAndDesign.com or on Facebook. Phone number is 563-581-1052. This year they will also be carrying a handful of field maintenance supplies as well, such as Kentucky Bluegrass Sod, Clay, and Field Conditioner. As proud sponsors of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, anyone who mentions they heard them through this podcast will receive 10% off their next service. Post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, and also subscribe on Spotify.